Hello, Shan Babies. It's me, Shan Mother, aka Shannon. Are we ready for another episode of Shan On, the podcast where I talk about anything I feel like talking about? Well, I hope you are because one's ready. <laughs> it's downloaded to your device and you're listening to it. So let's buckle up and get in on there. So as you can tell by the title, we're talking about Rosemary Kennedy. If you don't know who she is, you will soon. If you do know who she is, you can tell this is a definite change from last week's episodes. But oh well, this is my podcast and I feel like talking about something sad and tragic because I feel like everyone should know about this. So welcome folks to the Shannon administration. Yes, that is a Hamilton reference. No, I cannot rap or sing. Yes, I exist. But on a serious note, this episode is far from happy. I'm pretty sure I found out about Rosemary Kennedy after watching either a movie about lobotomies. So I was looking at lobotomies. Or I was watching the movie Jackie and I wanted to learn more about the Kennedys. So I was looking through that family tree. So my friend and I really like looking at family dynasties like the Jacksons, the Baldwins, the royal family, etc. Because there's always crazy stories that happen and the Kennedys are no exception. Do I remember most of the other Kennedys and what they did? No. I know JFK was the president and I know one of the brothers was in a car accident and the car fell off the bridge with someone in it or something. I forget exactly what happened when I watched a movie on it. This episode is going to be mainly from Wikipedia. I'm sure there are plenty of biographies out there, but I am lazy and just want the basics. So yeah, we're just going through Wikipedia this time. Also, I wanted to talk about this episode because recently I watched two movies that featured lobotomies. One of them was Shutter Island and the other was Sucker Punch. So I was doing a little bit of research on lobotomies because I really don't understand how they work. And I will touch on that later. But again, I still don't understand how they work because none of it makes sense to me. I don't know how these people are alive afterwards. I just don't get it. Anyways, this is the new episode of Shan On, episode 6, Rosemary Kennedy. Also, one last thing before I start. I just want to say that there is some ableist language that might be used, not on purpose. I'm going to try and not do that, but if there is, I am sorry in advance. Rosemary was disabled, and a lot of the things that happened to her were because of her being disabled, hence there being ableism in her life. And I'll talk about some of it. I don't condone it, obviously, but just letting you know that that's something that might happen. Alright, back to the episode. So, Rosemarie, also known as Rosemary Kennedy, was born September 13th, 1918, and she was the eldest daughter of the Kennedys. She was the sister of John F. Kennedy, who would later become the President of the United States. So, poor Rosemary had a hard life from literally inside the womb. Her mother was in labor, and the doctor wasn't able to come immediately to help out. So the nurse told Mother Kennedy, a.k.a. Rose Fitzgerald, to just close her legs and wait until the doctor came. Yes, you heard me. The nurse told Rose Fitzgerald to keep the baby inside her body until the doctor arrived. Rosemary's head was stuck in the birth canal for two hours. Now, I've never given birth, but I don't know how you can force a baby to stay inside and resist your body's natural instinct to push the baby out. I really don't understand that, but I guess that's what happened here. 
and I'm feeling a little bit queasy just thinking about it because that sounds painful for everyone. Anyways, that led to a loss of oxygen for Rosemary. Shocking, right? Um, the baby's stuck in the birth canal, can't breathe properly. Who would have thought? Oh yeah, I'm gonna get angry reading this a lot because I got angry typing it out and now that I can verbalize, my tone will definitely take some shifts. So Rosemary was not able to reach the basic development skills um, that a baby or toddler would normally reach by a certain age. So around two years old, she had trouble sitting up crawling and learning to walk. I googled and it said babies learn to walk around the age of one. So Wikipedia says that accounts of Rosemary's life indicated that she was intellectually disabled, but that there have been many disputes about the Kennedy's versions of things. One biographer states that Mother Kennedy never discussed Rosemary with her friends and would often lie about how she was developing. Apparently not even relatives that weren't in the immediate family knew about Rosemary's situation. Rosemary had lots of help growing up, but despite the tutors, she was still having trouble with reading and writing. At age 11, she was sent to a Pennsylvania boarding school for the intellectually disabled. When she was 15, she was sent to a special school where her parents donated a new tennis court so that she could have private teachers and nuns to help her learn. Amazing things you can do when you're rich, right? So Rosemary was at about a fourth grade level at this point when she would have normally been in a grade around nine or ten. She was able to read Winnie the Pooh, however. When Rosemary was 20 in 1938, she was presented to King George VI and Queen Elizabeth I at Buckingham Palace during her father's service as the United States Ambassador to the UK. Rosemary practiced the special royal curtsy for hours. However, at the time of the event, she tripped and nearly fell. Her mother never acknowledged the slip-up and treated the whole debut as a win. The crowd pretended they didn't see anything. The king and queen kept smiling along as if nothing happened. I guess that's a big theme in Rosemary's life. Her parents just kind of wave and smile, everyone. Or I pretend I do not see it, so it does not exist. According to Rosemary's sister, Eunice, Rosemary returned to the States and things got worse. At age 22, Eunice said Rosemary became increasingly irritable and difficult. Apparently, Rosemary would fly into violent rages and hit people and injure them as well. She got kicked out of a summer camp and was eventually sent to a convent school in Washington, D.C. There, Rosemary started sneaking out at night, which the nuns of the convent assumed she was going to be meeting men, and they were scared she was going to get an STD or even pregnant. Her parents were concerned for her, but they were also very concerned that she was going to embarrass them and damage their other children's political careers. Because, you know, great parenting skills, I guess. When Rosemary was 23, doctors told her father that they could perform a lobotomy on her that would help calm her mood swings and her violent behavior. So because of the great old patriarchy, Joseph Kennedy decided that that is what they'll go ahead and do. And because of the patriarchy again, the doctor only needed the father's permission to perform this surgery. And my new best friend, aka my new sworn enemy, despite him being dead for many years, Joseph Kennedy decided that he was going to tell his wife about the lobotomy after it had already happened. Literally, no words, love. Could you imagine? I don't, like, I have no words. I'm literally stuttering. Okay, this is the part where it gets kind of gross because I'm going to start talking about lobotomies. So if I remember to do so, 
I'll put in the description the time you should skip from so you can skip over this gross part. I'm giving you one final chance to skip ahead. Okay, we're going in. So a little bit about lobotomies. I personally did not understand how they were performed. I googled it, as I do, and I'm disturbed. There's two ways to do a lobotomy. One is through a small hole inside of the head, or you could go through the eye, which again, I didn't understand. I thought they like poked your eye out and then went through the hole, but no, they like went around your eye or something. It literally makes me ill thinking about it. Apparently, the only thing that happens besides the messing your brain up is you get two black eyes if they go through your eye socket which again i don't understand how you can do it with the eye in the socket still it does not make sense to me i saw a diagram and it still does not make sense to me they take this like skinny ice pick and just go up through your behind your eye and swirl your brain around i guess and the whole thing's disgusting and i don't understand how they do it and apparently the entire procedure only took about 10 minutes to do so again, I don't understand this whole procedure. On Wikipedia, it says that they went through the top of Rosemary's head and she was awake the entire time with a mild tranquilizer. Again, I do not understand how this works. This doesn't seem real to me. The way it's described, again, disgusting. I'm feeling a little bit faint thinking about it. They um, had this little butter knife type thing and kind of just hacked away at her brain and they made her like say the Lord's Prayer or sing God Bless America and kept cutting her brain up until she became incoherent and i'm just like who thinks of doing this so obviously this was not a successful surgery who would have guessed you know just another woman getting her agency taken away by men for no reason they say that rosemary's mental capacity diminished that to that of a two-year-old well now she couldn't walk or speak properly and couldn't control her bladder so Joseph Kennedy, I hope you're rotting in hell right now because your daughter didn't deserve any of this at all. And all because you thought she might have some premarital sex. We gotta love the patriarchy, am I right? So obviously they just sent Rosemary to an institution because God forbid her parents actually take responsibility for their actions and look after their own daughter. I mean, I can't be too mad at Rosemary's mom, but like, she was, didn't sound like a great lady either, so I'm, I'm including her with the husband. Oh yeah, so her mother didn't visit her for 20 years, and her father never visited her at the institution. So again, kudos to the Kennedys for being amazing parents to their daughter who probably needed them the most out of all her kids. Oh, and apparently they didn't even tell the family about the lobotomy for 20 years. So her siblings didn't even know about it. It was just the parents. So when her brothers were out campaigning for their political careers, her parents and the family just said that Rosemary was a recluse. Remember when Joseph Kennedy didn't want her hurting her siblings' careers? Well, thanks, Joseph. You, you, I'm going to give you a medal for being an absolute dick. Wasn't clear by now? I have a personal vendetta against Joseph Kennedy. I despise this man. Not only did they tell everyone that Rosemary was a recluse, they also didn't tell anyone she was institutionalized until after John was elected president. And they just said it was because she was mentally unwell and not because of, you know, the failed lobotomy. 
Shortly after that, Joseph Kennedy suffered a stroke that left him unable to speak, which I like to think Mother Nature said karma. And if Miss Rosemary can't speak, then Joseph can't speak. And only after her father had a stroke was when her siblings found out about where she was actually staying. So, days go by, Joseph Kennedy goes to hell and dies in 1969, and the Kennedys gradually get involved with Rosemary and let her come into their family life again. How kind. She was able to learn to walk again, although she did have a limp, and she was never able to talk clearly, and one of her arms was paralyzed as a result from the lobotomy. She actually died from natural causes in 2005 at the age of 86. Now, just to go through all the different Kennedy siblings and um, how they died, Rosemary did surprisingly well. So Joseph Kennedy Jr. was the eldest, and he died in a plane crash at age 29. John F. Kennedy got shot in the head, assassinated when he was 46. Kathleen died in a plane crash. She was 28. Eunice had medical issues, died at the age of 88. Patricia died from pneumonia, age 82. Robert was assassinated and he was 42. Jean was the last of the Kennedy siblings to pass away just over a month ago in June 2020. She was 92. And Ted Kennedy died of brain cancer and he was 77. So out of nine kids, Rosemary was the one that lived the third longest, which is pretty impressive considering her situation. So all in all, Rosemary lived fairly long considering half her siblings died at a young age. So that pretty much sums it up for a basic overview of what happened to poor Rosemary Kennedy and her tragic story. Men just love taking women's agencies, huh? I really do not like Joseph Kennedy and I can't believe anyone would do this to their daughter even though i know 100 percent people would do that to their daughter and obviously lots of people did well i hope you found this episode interesting i hate saying this but i was excited to make this episode in the sense that i wanted to tell her story because i had never heard of it and i felt like it needed to be told and it sucks because this woman was like silenced for being a woman i guess and her life just started off terrible and then it just got worse and worse I'm glad she was able to live for so long. I hope she had a nice and happy, fulfilled life. And not to quote Hamilton again, but it really is who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Because now I'm the one who's telling her story in hopes of spreading awareness, I guess. I don't want her to be forgotten like so many women in history have been. It just really sucks that that had to happen to her. And that her parents just didn't seem to care about her health as much as they cared about her siblings' political careers which is totally awful. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. I'm not sure what next episode will be. It'll be something fun, I hope. I'm thinking either astrology-related or Tinder-related because those are always so fun. I also have an idea of comparing original text to movie versions of these texts, just to compare and contrast because I like those too. And it'll put my English major to use, which it hasn't really been. So hopefully those thousands of dollars I spent can help make a great podcast. Anyways, don't 
forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. I really appreciate anyone who's messaged me or tweeted about the podcast. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. And I have two reviews on iTunes. One of them might be mine. But um, yeah, I'm at a five star right now. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, let me know and I'll see what I can do. I'll probably put a poll up on Twitter again just to see what you guys want to see first. So yeah, if you want to follow me there, it's at Shanbon, S-H-A-N-N-B-O-N. And same as it is Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shan On. And I hope to see you guys in my next episode. Bye!